0: Keep the faith. I'm gonna hold this high. I'm gonna finish my race. I'm a and and a new ice storm. When I win this war I've got a, and a and that we're fighting
1: for. hello and welcome to another episode of defining the dash where we are making it count one episode at a time my name is Mark Mullins, your host I'm joined today by the better host today playing co-host Chad Clifton
0: Chad good to have you back today Hey, good to be here, buddy. Now you can't say I'm the better host. We just last week's episode was on deception.
1: Well, that's a good point. Yeah,
0: so you can't go deceiving people the very next episode. Mm. So
1: Where's Xander at? Yeah. He he would have marked you off on that. He would've marked me off that one. Yeah. Way. But anyway, it's good to have everybody back. I'm glad you guys are tuning back in with us. Whether you're mowing the grass or washing dishes or really if you're even listening, you may have been turned on silent and just letting it play. But thank you. Thank yes. you in advance. We do appreciate it. Um Brother Chad, today we're going to talk about an animal. Um, <laughs> I love animals. Yes, sir. Um, I don't like little, you know, tiny animals like <laughs> bees. They're <laughs> probably not even an animal. But I like animals. And today we're going to talk about an animal. An animal. We're going to title this episode, The Monkey on My Back. Um. Now, right out of the, right out of the gate here, I need to probably...
0: Explain this? Yeah, explain that. Because this, uh, I, th- I think I originally maybe had planned on on explaining this a little later, but yeah, I, I, a lot of uh, a lot of our listeners, um, which a lot of our li- that would be one of the two uh, <laughs> listeners, would be confused probably by this title. So uh, when I was when I was a boy, we went to hear uh, one of our preacher friends. Uh, preach a preach a message. They had traveled in from out of town, and um, so when we get there to the church, we see him come out of a of a side room there, and he had something tied around his neck. And I thought, hey, maybe he's moved on from the keyboard and the mm-hmm. and things, and he started playing saxophone. That's a a strap for the saxophone. Okay. Well. I watch him, and he just goes straight back over to his keyboard, you know, his piano there, and he just takes off playing. And I'm like, well, why's he got that strap around his neck to play the keyboard? Don't make sense, you know? Right. Well, he gets up to preach that night then, and he turns around to show everybody, and it was a stuffed monkey he hmm. had with the arms wrapped around his neck and the monkey hanging down his back. And he preached that night on, get this monkey off my back. Man, that sounds awesome. And he was uh, talking about... The things we've done in our past mm-hmm. and 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 getting them off our back and you know, not dragging them along with us all the time. And uh I I've been thinking about that a lot lately and I, I feel like man that would be a, a great topic for us to discuss because we sometimes like to drag our past actions, past decisions, our past mistakes. Right, uh, along with us, you know, it's okay to maybe pull, you know, past successes along with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know your achievements. We, we you, you know, you're excited about those. That, sure, that's fine. That that keeps you encouraged. You know that, uh, but you know, if if you've made a mistake, if you've uh, if you've sinned and you you've, if you've uh, repented over that, if you've uh, made a bad decision, um, you know, if you if you've give it to God. Don't keep going back to that. Don't drag it with you. Right. Don't let it keep you anchored in the past. And that's what I do. You ain't gonna be moving forward if you're anchored in the past. Okay. And so um, get that monkey off your back.
1: Well, I like, I like that. Yeah, I like that. You know, uh, that's kind of my bad of jumping ahead in the uh, in the notes. Uh no, no you did good I, I just
0: <laughs> I had put it way down there On the notes And I'm like man I know people's gonna be confused They'll be you know? so confused yeah. They're
1: a bunch of monkeys Over yeah, here trying to like, do this podcast They're robbing the zoo Or something <laughs> You know a lot of people today, Brother Chad Like he's talking about they're, they're held down by their past uh, They focus on their past mistakes Past decisions Which you just talked about And um, A lot of times We, we make Bad decisions Um I made a bad decision today. Um, I could have made a better decision. After I got off work, I decided to go to Hardee's. (laughs) Don't tell my wife. I'll try to explain that to her when I go home. But I go to Hardee's and I get a combo. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I could have made a better decision. You know, I got a hamburger, I got fries, I got what I thought was going to be a Cherry Coke. It turned out to be a Diet Coke somebody deceived me like we talked about last week. Um, you know, that was a bad decision in in two, two different ways. One way is it cost me 12 bucks. Wow. You know, that's a that's a lot of work time to pay for that, you know yes,
0: what
1: I mean? Sir. Um, and another bad decision is I I probably could have got a salad. You know what I
0: mean? Okay. And
1: so I don't know. maybe a chicken a chicken wrap.
0: I think I still would have went with it. <laughs> you still yeah. Went with it depends on you Yes, I guess. I would have I would have just like, you know, I would have battled the diet coke. So you're not a vegetarian? No, I like a salad. You like a salad? I like a salad, but I do find a good old greasy hamburger more filling.
1: Oh man. Speaking of greasy hamburger,
0: yeah. I took that baby
1: out of that bag and well, greased I noticed, it over my truck. I yeah, I was in the truck with you. Yeah, and my
0: pants. And that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed when I can tell what kind of burger it is before you ever take it out of the wrapper. Oh yeah, when I can slit, when I can literally see that burger. Yeah, that was a lot of grease in that. That burger. was a lot of grease, man. And you know what that says to me? What? That's a good he's burger. got gallbladder. That's a good burger. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> so, but talking about you know that. That decision I made, that probably a poor decision. My wife's going to probably remind me how that was a poor decision. Um, I need to do better. Anyway, Does your wife listen this ep- to these episodes? Um, i won't to cost her and guess this one. Okay, that's
0: what I was going to say. <laughs> I, My wife, don't listen. <laughs> well, a bunch of monkeys <laughs> on there, man. But,
1: you know, poor decisions have consequences. Yeah. I have been sitting here for a while this evening thinking, man, I need some Tums. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I made the decision, and now I'm dealing with the consequence. I need my Tums. It was probably Diet Coke. Yeah, it, it was probably Diet Coke. I haven't yeah. had this kind of heartburn in a while. It's probably that. Yeah, that's what it was. And so, uh, but uh, I may have made a poor decision. I may be dealing with the consequences of that decision. Mm-hmm. But does that decision have to affect me tomorrow? So. I said that to say this. That probably didn't make any sense. Um, Just because I have heartburn today and I'm dealing with a bad choice on the menu doesn't mean I'm going to have heartburn tomorrow. Tomorrow's a new day is what I'm trying to get at. Right? Right. And so people make bad decisions. They make bad choices. We're all due that. We're all human, you know, unless you're alien listening in to Earth. Um, And... They are correct. They make bad. They make mistakes. They have consequences, but they do not have to allow those consequences to def- to define our future. That's absolutely yeah. All right, Well, Chad, how can we move on? A, a, a lot. Well, in this you know podcast, partly. But how can we move on when we make a bad mistake or we make a poor decision and we're dealing with the consequences of that, and we wake up tomorrow morning and we're still dealing with the consequence of decisions that we made a week ago or decisions that we made a month ago, and we're still dealing with those consequences, we believe that we don't have to allow that to define our future. Right. But what do we do when we're in that situation? What would you tell me if I made a bad decision a month ago and people around me are saying, hey, you don't have to let that define your future.
0: Right.
1: You can go on. You can move on. How would you recommend that I begin the process of moving forward? How can I get this monkey off my back? Well, first of all, I mean, it's it's not
0: a situation that's always going to be easy to do. Um, you know, and and depending on the situation, um, you know, there may be somebody you, you or I or you know whoever would have to go to uh, to ask for forgiveness uh, mm-hmm. if we've offended someone or hurt someone, you okay. know. We may have to ask them for forgiveness. We may have to ask God for forgiveness if we've sinned or done something wrong. We may have to ask ourselves for forgiveness. There's things we do that may uh, really hurt us more than anybody, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, there's there's some uh, some people who will live their life never forgiving themselves for a mistake that they made. Right. And uh, we've got to realize we. We all make mistakes. Right. Um, You know, we are striving um, to be Christians. We're striving to be Christ like, but we're not exactly perfect. Right. And we may make mistakes, but we need to uh, the important thing to know is to, we try not to make mistakes, but if we do, then we can ask forgiveness from our Father. Mm -hmm. And when we do, when we ask for forgiveness and He forgives us, we need to let it go. Mm-hmm. We don't need to keep dragging it along with us. Uh, if he agrees to, to take that monkey, mm-hmm. then we don't need to grab hold of its arms and pull it with us. Right. We need to let him have that monkey. And um, so, um, you know, that that's important to know. Uh, you know, we David in the Bible, I was thinking about him this evening. You know, mm-hmm. there was uh, a lot of great things that David did okay he you know he uh he was a shepherd boy he uh he killed the the lions and the bears he killed uh Goliath he he was a mighty uh king he was a, a warrior he i mean all these things he did mm-hmm. okay david also messed up and 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 made some mistakes in his life mm-hmm. he had some sin in his life mm-hmm. but most of all david is known for his victories Mm -hmm. and for being a man after God's own heart. Okay. Now, David has some lessons to teach us, for sure. Sure. But his mistakes, his sins, didn't necessarily define his future. Right. Okay. Um, Best I can figure it, best I can tell, David got forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And his life... um, his life was different from uh you know after that after those mistakes, and he had some pretty big obstacles to overcome there i mean his his mistakes were pretty hefty mm-hmm. um and so uh we you know we 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 still have the opportunity uh for some victories in our life if we can let go of of those mistakes
1: absolutely you know you're talking about let go of mistakes and it reminds me of uh of of uh Passage of scripture in the Bible, um, book of Mark, chapter number 14, talks about the night that Christ is betrayed and that he is um, all of his friends just take off and leave him. And you know, I remember, you know, growing up going to Pizza Hut in Grundy. And, uh, man, I love Pizza Hut Buffet yes, It's awesome it I wish awesome. my wife had a gallbladder So we can go more often <laughs> But, anyway So I remember the Pizza Hut, man And we would go there And it would be me, my brother Josh Dad would go Sometimes Jason would go uh, And a friend named Weasel I don't know if I remember Weasel I don't or not I remember Weasel he, Once you met Weasel, never forget Weasel you I don't know where he's at That's I heard he's still doing doing alright But we would go there And we would... Our little prank we would play
0: mm-hmm.
1: Is we would go there We would order food We would talk Laugh Enjoy ourselves But the last guy at the table Was stuck with the bill Oh wow You know what I mean Now I didn't mind to be In the first couple guys Getting up from the table God. But the last guy at the table Was stuck with the bill it was our little prank We always played And so There's a couple times I got stuck with the bill And I felt like Everybody just forsook me And okay. they did They left yeah. me with the bill But that night, there's a guy the Bible talks about in Mark chapter 14, verses 51 and 52. talks about a guy that we read about this young man, and he's not mentioned by any other writer. There's an unnamed guy here that's mentioned, and whoever he was has remained with Christ a few minutes longer than the other disciples. Yes. And... The text would suggest to the reader that the author of the gospel knew this man well because he made a note of this guy being in the garden that night. And it gives details about this guy. Right. It tells us that he was a young man,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a man without much experience in life who could be frightened easily, but could also stand for his convic- convictions. You know, uh, I kind of think about a young redneck, you know, kind kind of young, you know, not really. You know he stand for anything And everything he believed in But he'd be a little scared When somebody poured out A bigger gun than his You know what I'm saying right. And yeah. so uh, But The men who had arrested Christ Also laid hold on this young man And It's interesting to note That none of the disciples Had come so close To being arrested with Christ Not even Peter As whoever this young man did And so Questions I have When I look at this Is Why was this guy there Longer than the others where was Peter, James, and John?
0: Absolutely. There's this
1: guy here hanging out. It's not Peter, it's not James, it's not John. Unknown person. Stays longer with Christ. Did he try to litigate on Christ's behalf? Did he try to fight on Christ's behalf? Regardless of who, who he was or how long he stayed or whether or not he tried to litigate for Christ, eventually he would fulfill the prophecy and he would flee into the night. But some Bible scholars, a lot smarter than I am, would consider that the person that is being referenced as this young man is a guy who could have been the author of this book, John Mark. Right. So John Mark. So what do we know about John Mark? We know he's a young guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we know that he forsook Christ. But skipping on down here through some of my notes, I want to point in a couple of things, Brother Chad, if I could, just a couple of minutes, that, John Mark had cold feet. And we're talking about here about making bad decisions, poor choices, maybe not very thought through. John Mark had cold feet. And so fast forward a couple of years, Paul and Barnabas is going on a first missionary journey. And John Mark is ready to load up, hop in the boat, you know, ride wherever he can find a seat. He's on fire for God He's ready to go, you know, on a missionary trip. He's ready to take out the trash at the church. He's ready to vacuum. Even Mark and Jen's seat after oh, yeah. Cocoa eats crackers. Uh, he's just ready to do it. But the Bible tells us a little bit of time into the trip that he gets homesick and he looks back and he wants to go back. It shows us that he's a young man that is full of promise, but he's also full of weaknesses. And it was his weaknesses... That caused him to make poor decisions in the Garden of Gethsemane, and when he's on this missionary journey with 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 these two great men of God. So here's this guy he is he's on this trip, and he gets homesick. Maybe he misses his mom's cooking. Oh yeah, you know sometimes I miss mom's lasagna. Oh yeah, you know sometimes I miss you know different things mom used to make farmhouse barbecues. Man, them things were awesome. Uh, Google the recipe. You you won't be disappointed. If it was the same recipe mom used, if not, I can't guarantee anything. So, but he when he looked back, he got homesick for something. Uh, maybe he had a girlfriend. Maybe you know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he had an old dog. He want he missed. But he he became a disappointment. He made a bad decision, a poor decision. It dis- disappointed himself. He disappointed Paul and Barnabas, and. He was a plowman that looked back, he had his hand to the plow, he was all in it was all gung ho, and then he looked back and he was all out. How often did that describe my life as a teenager when I was all in, but occasionally my weaknesses became stronger than what I perceived my strengths to be, sure, you know what I mean, yeah, um. But, thankfully, the scripture don't leave us there. John Mark has a, a story that his life story continues. Mm-hmm. Um, his mon- The monkey don't stay on his back forever. Right. You know, um, it was him, at time, would have it that um, he would go on another missionary trip. Um, it would split up a couple of preacher brethren. Paul would take Silas, and later he would take Timothy. Barnabas decided to give John Mark another chance, and... But before John Mark can go on another trip, another missionary journey, he had to make a decision, Brother Chad. He had to decide to not let his past define his future. Sure, yeah. It didn't matter how much old Unc wanted him to do good in life. John Mark had to decide, I'm not going to let this monkey hang on my neck forever.
0: That's right.
1: It didn't matter how good of a woman his mama was, and she housed a prayer meeting and she supported a local church. John Mark had to decide that I'm not going to waller in my past. Yeah. And for y'all that don't know what waller means, um, roll around. Roll around. Thank you, Brother Chad. I was like, I don't even know if I know what it means, but it sounded good. Um, he had to decide not only not to let his past define his future, he had to decide to not let his weakness define God's strength in him.
0: Right.
1: Now, the Bible says that greater is he that is in us than He that, than you that is he that's in the world. God's strength is greater than anything this world has. Mm-hmm. Um, but John Mark had to decide that he wasn't going to let his weakness Define how much of God's strength he would receive in his life. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. And he had to decide that he just wasn't going to lay on the ground. Yeah. That he was going to get back up. He was going to pack his bags again. Yep. He was going to hop back on that ship, and he was going to catch him some waves. Yep. Well, just think of um, the prodigal son. Hmm. Now the prodigal son,
0: he took his inheritance. He left home. He. Finds himself in the far country. He's partying with his friends. He's having him a good old time. Mm-hmm. Once all the money's gone, his friends are gone. He's wallering. Yep. As you said, in, the, what in that the, means? the hog pen. Uh, and he's starving. Okay. Mm-hmm. He realized he'd made a mistake. But what if he kept that monkey on his back? Right. What what if he had just decided, okay? I've 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 made this mistake, I've got to deal with it. It's it's my mistake. Um I've ruined the rest of my life. Right. He probably would have died right there in the mud. He would have. Right beside the hogs. Right. But instead right. he decided, Hey, you know what? Even if I go back to my father and, and and I say, Father, I'm no longer worthy to be your son, just let me be a servant. Right. Okay. Don't you know? You've done gave me my inheritance. I spent it. That was my fault. Uh, just just mm-hmm. let me work for you. Mm-hmm. Let me let me have a place to stay. Let me have food on the table. Let me, you know, I'll 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 decrease. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll I'll come in as a lower standing. Uh, you know, whatever it takes. Just let me get back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and that's important. That mm-hmm. determination. Uh. Of realizing, hey, you know, it might cost me something to get back home. Right. But home is going to be so worth the journey to get there. It's mm-hmm. going to be so worth uh, whatever I'm having to give up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, if he hadn't shook that off and headed towards home, then uh, if if his father had ever seen him again, he probably would have found him dead in the pen, in the right. hog pen and um because he w- he was starving to death and so here you know he was hungry but thank god he found enough determination to to head back towards home absolutely and that can tell all of us right there that we could we can turn this around if we make a mistake we can turn it around
1: you know like kind of uh, thinking about the story there of the prodigal son um and i I've-, I've been a prodigal son more than once um but the prodigal son's father had big plans for his son, sure, yeah, even though his son had wasted his inheritance, mm-hmm. even though his son made mistakes, even though his son made poor decisions, even though his son should have got a salad, he ended up with a hamburger, yeah, you know <laughs> um, and then eventually with you know uh pig food yeah. but you know whatever. And sometimes that's what hamburgers are are like, you know. Uh, If I fix a hamburger, that's what it's like. Hey, he ended up with a fatted calf. But he, there you go, exactly. He ended up with a fatted calf. His father had plans for his son's return. Right. I think, and, you know, I'm, I'm not a scholar, but just sitting here, it may be where I just have one cup of coffee a day. But, his father had big plans for it. Because the Bible talks about when his son came back home, his father ran to meet his son. He was just so overwhelmed by him. Oh, yeah. He was waiting. And the father doesn't appear to have considered hardly any the, the son's mistakes. Yeah. That's what one of the things f- I love about the story. What he focused on was the decision that his son made to come back home. Yeah. And as soon as he gets there, man, he is ready to break out the mountain Dew and the Dr. Pepper and the Doritos and have a party, yeah, his father had big plans for him and so and that reminds me even of of well John Mark, and maybe I just like this story because his name's Mark I don't know but but Paul is writing to into Timothy second Timothy, probably the last note that Paul would write to the to anybody. And he says, only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable for me for the ministry. Yeah. Paul doesn't look at this young preacher, this young minister, this young Christian that had made a mistake. He does not focus at the end of his life on his mistakes, but on his profitability. Right. And so, you know— I think if, if young people are running around listening to this podcast and they got a monkey on their back, it would change their life from this point forward to just knock that monkey off and follow the will of God for their life and get ready to eat a bunch of Doritos and drink some Mountain Dews if you're not diabetics and see what your father, Heavenly Father, what kind of big plans he has for your life.
0: Absolutely. That sounds
1: wonderful. Yeah. Which one? Of the The... Doritos part or the plants? The Mountain Dew. The Mountain Not. Dew. <laughs> okay. yeah. The Mountain Dew and the yeah. plant. No, the
0: Doritos are good, too. Yeah. I mean, it's a package deal. It, a package is. deal. it is. It uh, is. Yeah, the, the father, for I mean, we look at that and we say, okay, the, the, the prodigal son you know could have had the monkey on his back and be like, oh, I made the mistakes. I made the mistakes. But, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the father, he could have had a monkey on his back, too, from the hurt sure. that his son had caused him. That's a good point you know um you know it, it, he caused him uh to come up with that inheritance early mm-hmm. uh to give him he um he was another uh hand on the farm that was gone mm-hmm. um i mean there there was there was a lot of things uh that the father really had give up i mean he didn't know if he was ever even going to see his son again right and so there there was a hurt there that he could have held on to mhm uh, and which, if had he done so, it would have cost him a relationship with his son. Right. Uh, but he chose not to do that. He right. said, hey, I'm going to stand on this porch every day. I'm going to look down that road. One day, by faith, my son's going to be coming back up that road. Right. And when he does, I'm going to be right here waiting on him. I'm going to have that calf out there all fattened up, ready to, you know, mm-hmm. for the banquet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he probably had a special robe already picked out. And he was, you know, he was just ready and waiting. And he could have met him at the gate and been like, hey, got any of that money left? Or how much did you spend? Uh, What do you have to show for it? Right. He could have met him with a a great big, I told you so. Right. Uh, I've had a few of those in my life. Uh, Sure. (laughs) And those, uh, those cut pretty deep sometimes. But, you know, he didn't bring any of that. He made him with a hug, a welcome home. He made him with a banquet, and I don't read anywhere where the boy's past was even brought up. Right. And uh man, I love that story. Absolutely, the forgiveness of a father. I mean, I, I think it
1: was just wonderful. You and know, uh, talking about this, uh, this monkey. Mm-hmm. And again, this may be the the one cup of coffee. I need to drink two tomorrow, probably. But listen to you talk, this is going to sound silly, Okay. but listen to you talk, I have this little, uh, maybe not a vision, not a dream, this thought, that every one of us is walking around with a shirt pocket, and every one of us has a banana in our pocket. Okay. Okay? I'm with you so far. You with me? You like yeah. bananas? Uh, yeah. yeah. They're okay. Um, I, like, I like banana split. Uh, anyway, we banana all have this food, banana, yeah. this life banana in our pocket. Mmm. monkeys love bananas they do yeah your monkey is not going to leave by itself yeah because you got a banana and he ain't going to leave as long as you're feeding him right yep. he's not going to leave as long as you're feeding him you've got to kick that monkey to the curb and say you go find another banana mm-hmm. you ain't having my banana there you go that made no sense did it did. You? <laughs> <laughs> but uh thinking here uh you know since this is a religious podcast uh, (laughs) um you know i guess the monkeys and the bananas made me think about that (laughs) um first corinthians chapter six verse number nine the bible tells us brother chad to know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of god right and then it says be not deceived Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. Now I ain't got time to go through what all that is. Um, but it's obvious when we look at this that there's certain people that's just not going to go to heaven. They're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. Right. But then he says, And such were some of you. Yep. He writes to the church. Um, and kids. he says there's some things people just think going go to heaven because they are adulterers, they are adulterers, they are effeminate, they abuse themselves of mankind, they steal, they're covetous, they're drunkards, they're extortioners, and on and on. But then he says, and such were some of you, but ye are washed, Yeah, ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. What he's saying to the church people is... There's some things, sin ain't going to heaven. But don't you, dear fathers, who used to be drunkards, keep that monkey on your back anymore because now you're washed. Now you're sanctified. Now you have a new life. And now you're going just going to move on for the point that you're at. Yeah, you found forgiveness. Found forgiveness. That's the key. Yep. They... Uh, uh, my last verse of scripture, you know, and that I'm going to give relating to this subject, um, unless I just, you know, flip my tablet over a couple more pages and find something else. But as far as I know, um, <laughs> Philippians chapter 3, verse 14, the Bible here says that I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And But before he says that, he says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. What he's saying is I have not arrived. Right. But this one thing that I do... Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth those things which are before, I press towards the mark. I've got to forget what's behind me. I've got to put both hands before me, and I've got to move in that direction for the prize that God has for me in this life.
0: Yes. Well,
1: sounds like. A good and in the plan. life to come. Sounds like a good plan. Thank you for joining us for another segment of Where's That in the Bible? Today's topic is on depression. If you would like to find more information about this topic and what the Bible has to say about it, please see Psalms chapter number 34, verses 17 and 18, Matthew chapter number 11, verse 28, and finally Proverbs chapter number 3, verses 5 through 6. Please take a look at that at your convenience. And think about it, meditate on it, pray about it, and see what God has got to say to you about depression. Well, thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of Defining the Dash. Uh, We hope that we've been a blessing to you and maybe shared some kind of wisdom with you. If nothing else, consider the uh, Bible stories and the Bible verses that we read and and elaborated on a little bit. Um, But until next time, keep the monkey off your back, but in your own pocket. And we'll see you next week. God bless y'all. Thank God you for joining us.
0: When I win this war, I've
1: got a church
0: and a family.